When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L. LEESA.com slash iHeart. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Playing Around. I'm your host, Paige Renee. And I have another busy week coming up. <laughs> Just coming off of a busy week, but I'm sure you guys are sick of me saying that because this is the busiest time for me. But it's so much fun. So last week I was in Colorado for a day and then flew to Detroit. While I was in Colorado, I actually got to do some media training with PointsBet, which was much needed and something that I probably should have done much sooner. You know, I go back and forth on that because I feel like my career happened because of the fact that I was able to show my personality and I didn't have any media training and no one was telling me what to say or not to say. And so, yes, I probably didn't handle a lot of the interviews as well as I possibly could. Yes, I probably shouldn't have cried in press conferences and interviews. Uh, Yes, I should have, you know, presented a little bit better. But I think all of those factors of me not knowing what to do and not knowing what to say and not knowing how to present myself made people see me as a real person and not as, you know, someone else. I, I think sometimes if you look at traditional media and broadcast, everyone presents a certain way. They say things in a certain tone. They all talk the same, say the same things. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's what you should do. And you look really professional when you do so. But I think I came off really real and authentic, and I think people like that. The fact that I would cry in a press conference or cry when I did bad or, you know, was really open and honest about everything, and I'll never change that, uh, as you could tell from my podcast and just how I am. I'm just a very open person, and I like talking about, you know, what I'm going through and my ups and my downs, and I think that you guys can relate to that. And and I always know if I can help at least one person, then 
I feel more fulfilled in my life and it gives what I'm doing purpose. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I'm as honest as I am. But there are certain times where I need to like reel it back. And that was probably my biggest takeaway from the training. And I think this is something that you guys can think about too, is once you say something, you can't take it back. And before you tweet or, you know, say something to someone else, like you, you don't even have to do this in terms of like social media or media training. Just think about what you're going to say, because once it's out there, you can't take it back. It doesn't matter if you have 10 million followers or five followers, if you say something, you can get canceled. So that's something that I have been working on even before media training. I, I know that I tweet and delete a lot and nothing I ever say is really bad, but I just have to be more careful. And I think we all can be more careful. I think that's a really great lesson for all of us to take is, okay, before I, I, before I press send or before I open my mouth, is this hurtful? Is this offensive? Is this going to be taken and or misinterpreted in a certain way? Is it good? Are people going to like this? Is this funny? You know, just take those five minutes before you press send or open your mouth. And I think a lot of us are going to be a lot better off. And then after Colorado, I went to Detroit. So I was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, I shot all of my content for points bet, which was really fun. It was raining, which was not fun. They had so much rain in Detroit that it was actually flooding and you couldn't go on certain roads. And it was, it was crazy. I'm also a really big fan of Detroit. It was my second time in Detroit. The people there are just so nice and they're so passionate about their city and their sports teams. And that's something that I don't see here in, you know, Scottsdale, Arizona. It's just like a different level of respect that they have for their city. Like they love Detroit more than anyone else. And they think it's the best place ever. And they're, everyone was just so nice there. Everyone seriously was so, so nice there. And I always really enjoy my time going to Detroit. There's just something special about it. Uh, but anyways, I did all my uh, content on Wednesday, which was cool because I gave two sleeper picks and they were Troy Merritt and Cameron Davis. So kind of nailed that one. <laughs> it's fun when your picks actually hit or do well. And it's hard with golf. With other sports, it's a little easier because obviously you're going through like two teams. And so it's like you have a 50-50 shot. But when it is with golf, you have so many players in the field and we're getting so many first time winners this year and long shots. And so it's like, who am I going to pick this week? Like what, what's going to happen this week? And I think we're going to see that with uh, the John Deere too. I feel like there might be a first time winner. That's an early pick for you guys. <laughs> and then on Thursday and Friday, we did VIP with points bet. So basically the the VIPs, they'll come out and we had a nice suite on 17. It was really close to the green. So it was cool to see the guys up close. That was the par five and uh, had so much fun meeting, meeting everyone there. And like I said, they're just so nice and so passionate about, you know, where they live and uh, the food, the food there in Detroit style pizza. It is so good. So if you've never had it before, it's bread, cheese, and then sauce on top. So a little different, but it was amazing. Really had the best time in Detroit. Always so much fun. And then came back and I, <laughs> I've had to shoot a lot of content for just things coming up. 
But I did a hot dog eating contest. So in honor of the 4th of July and the hot dog eating contest they do every year, I was like, I'm going to give this a go. And so I was overly cocky, not going to lie. I was like, these are little hot dogs. I could definitely down like 10. It's one a minute. How hard is it going to be? You watch, you know, Joey Chestnut down like 76 and you're like, I could do 10. Come on. And so um, I was Googling some techniques, what to do, um, everything you needed. And so I filmed this. It's on the PointsBet Instagram account if you want to go check it out. It's at PointsBetUSA. (laughs) Oh, guys. Oh, guys. It was so much harder than I even imagined. So the first technique that I tried was to do two wieners and two buns. And so you eat the wieners first, then you eat the buns. So I like went so aggressive because again, I was watching these guys do it. I'm like, this is easy. So I just like shove those in my mouth as fast as I possibly could. Everyone watching was laughing. So then I started laughing. My eyes were watering. I could not swallow. And I know having you guys listen to me this, I know the innuendos. I know the jokes. I'm trying not to, but there's no other ways to talk about wieners and swallowing them as fast as I possibly can. I'm sorry, I can't help it. And so then what you're supposed to do with the buns, you're supposed to stick it in the water to soften it. And so I did that and I didn't like, I don't know, I, I maybe did it wrong, but I took a bite and I just, water just exploded all over me in my mouth. It was miserable. Went like up my nose. And so I had, t- I had two done and like a minute and a half, two minutes. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. But then you start chewing and you just can't swallow it because the bread is so dense. I think maybe we got the wrong type of bread. I would like to get maybe more of a fluffier bread next time because those bad boys were thick and I just couldn't get it down. So I'm like chugging water to try to get the bread down. And then I look and I'm like, okay, I have eight minutes left. I've had two, I'm like on pace. So I started doing one at a time and I was dipping in the water and trying to, but again, I was taking such big bites that I just, I was chewing the whole time was just me chewing. So I was trying to like drink the water. I ended up getting six, which was better than a lot of people thought. Not great for what I was expecting, but I think next year, I mean, I'm not going to eat hot dogs for a very long time after that. It was way harder than I thought it was going to be. The consistency, the texture was the worst part of it. And obviously, like, soaking your bread in water, not great, not fun, but I did it. Happy I did it. was an experience. I think I'm going to do that every 4th of July uh, just so I can see if I can beat my record every year because it was fun being competitive, but, you know, not fun eating that amount of hot dogs. That's all I ate that day. I did not throw them up. That was, that's was that been a popular question. Did I throw up after? Nope, I did not. Because um, it's not, I mean, you think about it. Like if you're at a barbecue with 4th of July or whatever, how many hot dogs did you guys eat? You probably, yes, you're not doing it in a 10-minute span because no one does that because that's stupid. <laughs> but you could potentially eat, end up eating up to six hot dogs. So in the great scheme of things, it was not that much food. It just was not that enjoyable. And I didn't feel, honestly, all that full after. Again, I was getting more nauseous from the consistency of it and just having that same, like, texture and taste. It was just redundant. Like, there's no toppings, nothing. So you're just eating a soggy hot dog. 
And when you think about it, that's what made me gag. Like that was the gross part of it. It wasn't that I had so much food. Like I can actually eat a lot of food. And that's why I was so confident I could probably get 10 because I, I have no problem downing food. It was just the time of it. Didn't have the right technique. And it was unexpected, an unexpected taste texture that I was not, not liking. Um, but all in all, it was great. People seem to really enjoy it, clearly, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but it was fun. I think I'm going to try my hand at some other world records, maybe, or other things just to see how I fare. So that was fun. And now, now I'm going to Colorado because there is a corn fairy event at TPC Colorado and PointsBet has a partnership with them. So I'll be out there for that. So if you guys want to come watch the tournament, you'll probably find me out there. I'll be there Wednesday through Sunday, I believe. And then I'm doing All-Star Weekend, which I've never been to. I'm so excited about, also with PointsBet. So if you guys are going to All-Star Weekend, I will be there as well. Um, So if you see me on the street somewhere, come say hi. (laughs) I might interview you, but uh, come see me, come say hi. So I will be in Colorado for a while. And then, I don't know, well, it's (laughs) one day at a time type of thing. Uh, But looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. But let's get into the Rocket Mortgage. It was a really fun tournament to watch. Every tournament this year, I know I keep saying that, has been exciting. We had a playoff between Joaquin Neiman, Troy Merritt, and Cameron Davis. So Joaquin made a bogey. It was like his first bogey in 76 holes or something outrageous like that. And... That's why golf is such a motherfucker. I mean, this guy hasn't made a bogey in over, I can't remember how many. It was a lot of holes where he hasn't made a bogey. And then the first playoff hole hits a little long, gets a bad line in the rough, and doesn't get it up and down. That rough out there was really thick and it was wet because of all of the rain. So uh, the course was playing, even though wet golf courses, you can score really low. It was playing more difficult because it was almost a bit soggy and the rough was so thick. So. It was difficult out there, but uh, yeah, he made a bogey, and then it was Cam Davis and Troy Merritt fighting it out. I mean, Cameron Davis, he won, but he had so many missed opportunities. Clearly, you can see he's an amazing ball striker, and he probably hasn't won earlier because that putter. I mean, he had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity and just couldn't get it done, but I'm happy that he did. Um, I, you know, I would have been happy with either of them. Troy Mary, I played with him at the Barracuda in like it, that course was by Tahoe and it's really pretty. I played with him in a pro-am, one of the nicest guys, seriously, like so friendly, talked the entire time, was great with everyone else in the group. So I was rooting for him and also because I picked him, but I also picked Cameron Davis. So I was happy with either of those guys and it was a fun tournament. Always really great to be out at PGA Tour events. And if you haven't been to a PGA Tour event, you have to go because it is so much fun. And to see those guys in person, you will respect them so much more when you see that. Other two big storylines that have come out of the Rocket Mortgage was Bryson DeChambeau, his caddy quit between Wednesday and Thursday before his Thursday round. We don't really know why. They said it was a mutual decision, but we always know that that's not the case. (laughs) 
And it's weird. The timing of it is really weird. They did the 313 Celebrity Challenge Tournament Wednesday, late Wednesday. He was on the bag. And then before the Thursday round, they announced that they split. So something happened between that time frame. And I'm assuming it was not good because how can you not just finish out the tournament? You know, it's just four more days or Bryson, Bryson's case, what, two more days? You know, he missed the cut. But um, <laughs> what happened? Why was it so bad that he had to quit right then and there and, like, couldn't even do another 18 holes? And maybe maybe it was Bryson who wanted the change. Maybe it was the caddy. I don't really know, um, but not good. And after that, Bryson decided to not speak to the media both days. And he got a lot of hate for this because he's an ambassador of Rocket Mortgage and this being their title sponsor tournament. If you're an ambassador, you have to take the time to do so. I'm sure, I don't know for a fact, um, but it could have potentially been in his contract that he had to do so. So him not speaking to the media is not a great look. I see it on both sides. It's easy, yes, to hate on Bryson and say, like, he should have done this. This was a horrible look. Like, again, Bryson being Bryson. But... When Naomi decided not to speak to the media, she did have a lot of support. And she said reasons for mental health. We don't know what Bryson's going through. Obviously, it's not great from the U.S. Open having the collapse. Now his caddy it decided not to work with him anymore. And he had the miscut at the Rocket Mortgage. So he's obviously not in a good place. And so, again, you can't be hypocritical just because you don't like someone else. You don't like Bryson, but you like Naomi. So it's okay if Naomi does it, but it's not okay if Bryson does it. And also I have been in positions. So I played in Dubai and the first year I I spoke with the media. Second year, played really, really bad the second round. And I didn't talk to the media. They were standing out there and I went around and I didn't talk to them. And they were really rude about it. They were saying, calling me names and It was really bad, but in that time, like they get you as soon as you get off the golf course and you almost feel ambushed in a way. And I just needed, I said I would do it later. I just needed some time to like process what happened. There was a lot going on that week that people didn't even know about. And I just wasn't in a good place to give an interview, to give a thoughtful interview, to, you know, discuss what they were going to ask me about, which was, why do you fucking suck at golf? And I didn't want to answer that. I knew my my golf career was probably going to end right there. Um, I know I say I'm always going to have a comeback, but I didn't want to play golf anymore. And I just, the last thing on my mind was asking, was answering questions from the media. And so I did skip it. So I can see why these guys do it. And I was brought in as a sponsor invite. So again, I have the same obligations that Bryson has as an ambassador of Rocket Mortgage. So I can see why he wanted to skip it. I think people jumped on it a little bit more because it's Bryson and people love to hate on Bryson. And I'm, you guys know, I'm, (laughs) I would tend to do that because it's an easy target. But in, in this case, I, I feel bad for him. And obviously he's going through a lot of things right now and it's not fair to jump on him because of those reasons. So I I see it because I've been through it and let's just try to not be 
hypocritical about it. Another weird story was <laughs> Phil Mickelson. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this Phil Mickelson story. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Okay, so let's get into this Phil Mickelson story. It's kind of a weird one, and I I haven't really been able to follow it as closely as I wanted to because I'm still indeed blocked by Phil Mickelson. So <laughs> if you don't know the story, I'll give you a quick rundown. I went to tweet at Phil Mickelson when he won the PGA Championship. His at was unavailable, so his username was unavailable, which is means one thing, that I'm blocked. So I tried to find his username somewhere so I could click on it. Clicked on it, said I was blocked. Kind of made a big stink about it. He unblocked me, apologized for it, and then the next day he blocked me again. And so I've just let it be. I don't know what's going on. And I think of this story and what happened with Phil. Maybe I said something that really upset him. So Phil, I'm sorry that I called you old. I really did not mean it in a mean way. So I'm 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 sorry because it does seem like he is triggered by uh media in some way or negative stories. And so there was a story that came out into the Detroit news about how just like 25 years ago a bookie 
I, I don't even know the whole story because again, I I don't I can't see the back and forth. Um, scammed Phil Mickelson out of like five hundred thousand um, dollars. But the story again is like two decades old. So Phil was really upset that the story was used again or talked about again or was brought up. And so on social media, he said, I will never come back and play this tournament because of what this person said. And he's been like tweeting up a storm. Apparently, again, I can't see what his tweets are, but from what the responses have been, it seems like he's been a bit defensive. And he's saying that, you know, the media has an op- a responsibility to not use us as clickbait or to say these negative things about us, like let's do it in a positive way. And now because of this, you know, I'm never going to come back and play the rocket mortgage and the people who miss out are the charities and the money that's being raised. And I see it again on both sides because I'm used as clickbait a lot and especially in the New York Post headlines. And it can be frustrating when you know, something will t- is taken out of context and people will only read the headline and that's what they think of you. They don't take the time to actually read the story. And honestly, I didn't even do that. I didn't read the story um, because I wasn't that interested and I just have seen the headlines. And so I do that as well. And so it can be annoying when, you know, there's an outrageous headline. And, that, and that's kind of what happened with the me versus Bryson stuff. People are just writing these headlines and it's taken out of context or, you know, about things that I've said on the podcast that come off way more sexual that than was ever intended. You know, it can cause a lot of issues. And so I can see that on Phil's perspective. But at the same time, if you don't bring attention to it, then it's not a story. I think if Phil never even talked about it, no one would have read the story except for maybe a couple people that read the Detroit News. So he made it into this really big deal and it didn't need to be. And so I get his point where it's like, if we're making our way out here, we're changing our schedules, we're doing everything we can to come to this tournament, then you need to, you know, give us some respect, but it's hard as someone in media to always feel like we have to do say the right thing or to credit the professional athletes like we're allowed to be critical just as everyone's allowed to be critical and you guys are allowed to be critical of me and things that I have said and done and that's the case in the news there's a lot of you know clickbait headlines and um articles or tweets are criticizing me constantly and I take it and um it's been like that my entire career and so do we give these athletes a free pass and do we, are we only allowed to commend them and tell them how great they are? I don't know if that is actually the responsibility of the media. And I think that is a larger discussion is what is the responsibility of the media? What are we allowed to do? What are we not allowed to do? Obviously there's a lot about like fake news and what's real. And are we trying to just you know, turn a story into something that's not. And I don't think that's allowed. I think that we have to talk facts, but a fact can be negative about a certain player. And if they aren't performing, you can't lie and say that they are, or you can't lie about certain things. Sometimes the truth is the truth and you're allowed to say the truth. 
But that's the thing. You can't spin it in a way or use clickbaity headlines or do these things to in, in the, at the expense of the athlete. You know, if you're doing it in a way that you know that you're giving either helpful critique to the team or a player, that's fine. But if you're spinning it in a way just to get views or clicks, then I don't agree with that either. And that kind of sounds what the story was. So I just wish he didn't punish the tournaments. You know, this was the, the Detroit News. The Rocket Mortgage tournament is separate. And that tournament does so much good for the city of Detroit. They give so much money back. That's a great week for a lot of people to get some extra money with volunteer with um, helping out within the tournament or even, you know, kids volunteering. And that, that's a way for them to get into golf. There's so many really great things that this tournament does for Detroit. And I wish that Phil didn't come out and say, like, I'm never going to play here again because of that. I wish he took a stance against maybe the newspaper or called those guys out and it didn't end up hurting the tournament because everyone there that I saw was in full support of Phil and they were wearing Phil shirts and chanting Phil and everyone wanted to go see Phil. So that's the part that really hurts me is that the people who are losing in this situation, they don't deserve it. They have done everything in their power to make Phil feel welcomed and the fans have done their part too. And so I really hope that he does come back and he doesn't let something with the Detroit news hurt the tournament because the tournament is really great for Detroit. Another story that came out was the Rachel Nichols situation where she was recorded without her knowledge. And she was talking about Maria Taylor getting the all-star job. And she said that the only reason that Maria is getting it is because ESPN needs to hit a diversity quota. So Rachel Nichols is in deep shit right now. Um, and this makes me really sad. I liked Ra- I liked Rachel, but I also love Maria. And it seems like Maria Taylor has been getting so much hate about everything um, from when she was wearing a very conservative, just off the shoulder jacket. Someone made a comment that she looked like a porn star. So she's just getting a lot of unnecessary hate. When you just look at pure talent, I love Maria Taylor. I think she is amazing at what she does and she deserves every opportunity that she gets. When it comes to what Rachel said, I think that we all know what she said was wrong and we don't need to even get into that. That was my um, alarm to wake up because I'm doing this very early in the morning (laughs) before my next flight. So I'm sorry about that. Um, But we all know what she said was wrong. It's not good. Can't say that. What really upset me is this is common in the industry among women. As soon as another woman gets an opportunity, your first instinct of that is someone else is to say, she only got it for this reason. Maybe what it's what Rachel Nichols said, where she's like, she only got it because of diversity. Or I've heard in my case that girls say about me is she only got it because she slept her way to the top, which is not the case. But they say the most hateful, hurtful things to discredit you, 
to knock you down, to make themselves feel better. And it's just mean girl shit. It's horrible. It is horrible. And it's not just women that do that. It's everyone. Why can't we just accept that we got the job because we were clearly better than you? Rachel, did you think about that? Maybe Maria is just better than you and they wanted a fresh perspective. And you got to look internally and think, oh shit, I need to be better. Instead of making excuses or being hateful, don't do that. We all need to get better at that. That really fucking upsets me because I have seen it so much in my career, not to the extent that Maria Taylor has, and I can't even imagine all the things that people have said to her being a woman and a person of color. I I can't even imagine the amount of hateful, hateful comments that she has seen her way because I see it every single day when I get an opportunity. She slept her way to the top. She doesn't deserve it. She's just a slut. She just shows her all of this stuff. When do I ever get respect? When do we ever get respect for earning our job? I work my ass off. I know Maria Taylor works her ass off. I'm sure Rachel Nichols works her ass off. And it's hard because there's such a limited amount of spots for women to be successful in male-dominated industries. So then we are cutthroat and we say such hurtful things about each other. I have said hurtful things about other girls. I know that I have because that's just ingrained in us to be there's only one. So you fight for your spot and you have to fight for your spot. And that is not okay. We all need to be better about that. But this this story just upset me because it just, it's the mentality that we have where you just automatically have to bring another woman down for whatever reason. And it's not just, in, it's just in everything. It's this mean girl shit of like, you see someone that's prettier than you, smarter than you, more charismatic, whatever it may be, your first instinct is to tear them down. Maybe men do this too. I haven't seen it as much, but women do this shit all the time and it's disgusting. When is it going to end? When are we going to be better? It's like we bond by gossiping and it's toxic and it's terrible. So I hope we can all learn from that and not be spiteful bitches and just respect one another and not try to bring them down to make ourselves feel better. If you're not doing what you need to do, then work harder. Be better. So we're going we're gonna to do some TNA now. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of traveling to different events? So... My favorite part is going to new places, new golf courses, seeing, uh, meeting new people. And I love when I get to actually play new golf courses too. That's always really fun. It's always just nice to see different cities, different places, um, how things are different. I always really enjoy that part of it. My least favorite part is packing. I hate packing so much. Like I actually despise it. I. I hate unpacking. Packing's bad. Unpacking is the worst. I hate unpacking because it means you have to do laundry. And it's just, I can't stand it. If I 
could pay someone to pack for me, I would. If I could pay someone to unpack for me, I definitely would. I think I'm going to start that as a business where it's like a packing and unpacking service because I think a lot of people hate it too. I also hate just dealing with stupid people at airports. I hate that. Like when people don't put their bins away, that is my biggest pet peeve of all time. Or when the plane lands, and everyone stands up and grabs their stuff when we have nowhere to go. We're like locked in this germ vessel. Why are you standing? Why are you standing? And my least favorite thing of all time is when a plane lands and people clap. What are you fucking clapping for? Like, I hate that. I hate that. Probably because they stand up and they're like clapping in my face. That just does it for me. If it's a combination of those two things, I can't deal with it. But the the, the tray thing, like you go through security, put your fucking tray away. It's not that hard. There's my, all of my pet peeves, like my biggest pet peeves all happen with like airports. I just don't like airports at all. I hate airports. And why are the planes so cold? They're freezing. Why are they so cold all the time? I need to bring like 10 blankets. (sighs) Yeah. So those are my favorite and least favorite things. Ugh, can't stand it. Next question is what's in the bag? So you got to be on the lookout because I have some new clubs in my bag and I'm doing some YouTube videos on it, which I'm excited about. And I think you guys are going to be excited about. So I'm doing a wedge video that's coming out very soon. And because I got new wedges, finally, I've had my old wedges for, gosh, three years now, four, almost four. Uh, the grooves were just shot on them. So I finally got some new wedges and I'm obsessed with them. And I also got some new woods and I kind of switched my background with, uh, you'll see, it's a replacement, but you're on the lookout because I'm excited about these videos. I think we answered a ton of questions that people are asking about. One is bounce. What type of bounce is good for you? We went all through that in the video. And then the next one is long irons compared to hybrids compared to ferroy woods, when you should play, what you should play, what's better for you. So these are some commonly asked questions that I always get. And we answer them in these videos, which I think you guys are going to enjoy. I also have a new driver. I don't know if I should tell you what driver I got yet. Maybe I'm going to make, make you guys wait and see and my content to see if you guys can spot it. So I just got new irons, but two months ago, new Mizuno irons. And then I have new wedges. Now I have some other new babies in the bag. I have actually, yeah, my new swag putter too. That's still fairly new and a new driver. So I will do an updated what's in the bag coming up very soon, but I'm excited to show you guys. I would rather you guys see it because they look so pretty compared to just talking about it. I want you to see, see all the new babies. I want you to hear how they sound and have me talk about them more in full and go through the fitting process at Club Champion because I think I think that's going to be more enjoyable for you. So I know I hate when people are like, let me tell you something and then I they say nothing. And that's literally what I just did for you guys. Um, but it's coming out very soon. So you won't have to wait long and it's going to be worth the wait. I promise. I promise. So I can't wait to update you guys next week on all of the fun adventures that I have ahead of me. And as always, thanks for listening and, um, supporting always means the world to me. I know that 
these episodes have been a little bit more all over the place and I'm just trying to fit them in uh, with my busy schedule, but hopefully we're going to have Teddy back or some other guests back. And um, once I get some time to like figure everything out, but I hope you guys are still enjoying the solo episodes and I will catch you guys here very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.